0: Hey, today we travel back to 1988 when some of the top movies released were Die Hard, Beetlejuice, Big, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and some of the top songs were Faith by George Michael, Need You Tonight by NXS, Got My Mind Set on You by George Harrison, and Sweet Child of Mine by GNR. Eric Cleaving, a three-time sectional champion in 200 and 500 freestyle, comes on and talks with me and Coach about that 1988 sectional upset of Castle, and you can tell that the memory. Still gets Coach excited today. Enjoy the conversation. All right, Coach, so I have you still? Yep. All right, Eric, you on the line? I am on the line. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, same to you guys.
0: Um, got Eric on the other line. Um, we're having this late enough where I can actually be home and uh, have a few <laughs> beers. <laughs> it's kind of nice. <laughs> How's it going, Eric? I'm I'm doing all
2: right. Um, Wonderful. Glad, glad to have the holidays behind me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody oh, is, probably.
2: Yeah, how are you doing?
1: Great, great, thanks.
0: That's awesome. All right, so will just let Eric kind of introduce himself a little bit. Um, I personally don't know Eric, uh, but... I know, Coach, you mentioned him a few times and some of the conversations we had. He was part of the 88 sectional team, so maybe try to get <laughs> into that a little bit um, during their conversation. So without further ado, Eric, go ahead. Okay. My name is Eric Cleaving. Um, I was in the uh,
2: the class of 1989, so I was on that, that winning sectional team in 88. Um, I live in New Albany, Indiana nowadays and work for a, a company – Based out of Boston that does fulfillment in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, we're called rue Guilt group um so uh we do a lot of e commerce and I do i t support for the warehouse so i'm i'm their their senior support guy there, and you know every time uh they have computer problems, I'm the one that tells them to reboot all right
0: yeah So you're you're a technical guy,
2: yeah, yeah, for the
0: most right. part um I try and be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could use you on this phone conversation slash recording. I'm not very good at it yet, but I'm getting there. Hey, I'm happy to bounce ideas around with you anytime. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe we can talk after this. But uh, I kind of want to start something, especially with um, if we're going to have start having some past swimmers on here. um, I want to ask you a few questions. I know I'm... In in the in the seal teams we have like called the uh called the fast minute, you know, where we just bombard students and, and buds with questions or whatever and they got like a split second to respond. That isn't quite like this. I'm not <laughs> I'm not expecting you to respond with, you know, a split second um decision, but um, just to answer some questions candidly if you don't mind. So first question, what do you or did you enjoy most about swimming?
2: You know, I think it was honestly, I think it was just competing with myself. Um I've I've never considered myself a super competitive person, but I I wanted to see how how far I could push myself, you know, uh in inside of swimming, I think that's that's one thing that uh gave me a lot of personal enjoyment and and obviously the people. I mean, I didn't understand at the time how much uh those kids
0: on the team were like family, you know, and mm-hmm. it, it still feels that way. So that's a good answer. So you swim primarily distance freestyle, right? Like 500 and 200, 200, 500 in the mile. He would put me in the mile any chance he could. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. No kidding. He did that to me too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think when he figured out that I could do long, long distance and, keep my stroke together, he's like, okay, we got We got a distance swimmer here.
0: <laughs> I think you just like to torture people.
2: Well, I kind of <laughs> like torturing myself,
0: to be honest, so it was all right. <laughs> so, Eric, I, I'll ask you a few questions, but you just uh, reminded me of something personal. I was probably like 16 or 17. I made it to age group state, and I made it in two events, like the 100 backstroke and 200 IM probably. So if you made it into events, you got a, like a, a free, a free event. They let you swim whatever. I didn't know that. So, but coach did obviously, and and he put me in the four hundred IM, which, <laughs> which is like the the hardest thing, probably I've ever done in a single like in a five minute span. <laughs> you know, like oh, it yeah. was so difficult. But thanks, coach. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <man. laughs>
0: so. A good answer. So we'll move on to the second question. Um, You obviously still live in the Midwest, but what characteristic or trait that uh, you got from growing up in the Midwest, maybe even specifically a small town like Tell City, that you think has helped you or has had the most impact on you in your adult life? You know, I I
2: think living living in Tell City and, and living in the Midwest is, Give me a, a certain sense of humility and, and work ethic, you know, that uh, you pretty well get out what you put in, you know, if you, if you want something, you know, I learned by swimming for coach that if, if you want something, you put in that effort and you'll get it, it you know, mm-hmm. humility and work ethic,
0: I would say is, is what I got out of it. No, good, good answers. Um I can always tell when I cross paths with somebody from the Midwest. Are like um, they don't even have to be from the Midwest per se, but if their parents were from the Midwest, like they've instilled those values in their kids, like hard work, like you mentioned, or humility, or just really easy to get along with. For me personally, I can always tell who who grew up in you know the, the Midwest area. So it, to me, I kind of wanted to I kind of want to ask that question mainly for personal benefit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, third question, if you could go back in time, like, to your 1618 18-year-old self before being an, an adult with a job and being married or kids or whatever, uh, what's the one piece of advice that you give your 16 to 18-year-old self?
2: Um, to stop stressing out and just relax, you know, try and uh, really – Enjoy the ride, uh, I think that's what it would be because I took everything way too seriously.
0: Mhm, that's good advice. I know my wife and I talk that about that a lot too like we we took it way too seriously, and we just kind of missed out on some of the fun we think you know but yeah exactly and and on
2: that that topic, I can't imagine being uh,
0: a teenager
2: today, you know. Like, we, we thought we had it hard. But we didn't have social media. We didn't have a mm. supercomputer in our pockets. You know, somebody didn't crush our reputation overnight using a smartphone. So we, we just we, we didn't realize how easy life was, you know, back then. And I, I can't imagine it now. Um, so my hat's off to the, the parents of today trying to deal with the adults of tomorrow.
0: Yeah, no kidding. You're right there. I mean, even being a coach today, the smartphones you know, phones on the pool deck. I think uh, I was talking to Stacy whenever I was back in town um, about a year ago, and I think that they can't have cell phones on the pool deck, which, I mean, makes perfect sense to me anyways. I mean, kids in swimsuits, and <laughs> it's a different yeah, world pull, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Last question and probably the toughest one you're going to have to answer. Um, what's your favorite Beatles song? (laughs) Favorite Beatles song. Um, (laughs) she said, she said. Nice, Coach, what's your favorite Beatles song? We've never heard you say what your favorite Beatles song is.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think my favorite one of all time might be, um, uh, can't think the name of it right now. Um, help. I like nowhere man. I like um, there's so many. It's hard to pick one.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard because they wrote so many
1: hits. <laughs> oh, I know the one. I was trying to think. It was Penny Lane. I think it was my my all time favorite.
0: Hmm, that's great. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, thanks for answering the questions, Eric. Uh, just yeah. give me a little chance to get to know you a little better, uh, and the uh, people that are listening. So you were on that 80-18. Did you start swimming for Coach uh, when you are age grouper as well? I did. Um, I was nine years old
2: when I joined the team. I had been in swimming lessons every summer, and then when the indoor pool opened, my mom would put me in swimming lessons there, and it got to the point where they said, we can't do anything else with him.
0: You need to put him on the swim team. And sure enough, that's what happened. So you swam from age nine all the way up to 18 yep that's right it. um coach you what do you want to say about eric i mean you you coach him for just as long as you coached about anybody so um what do you remember about eric
1: well i just follow up on you know the, his answers that he had he's just he's, he's what he said he was an extremely hard worker uh, very humble very humble man uh young man i guess and uh you know tremendously talented and i think got everything out of 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 what he you know what he wanted he was a sectional champion in the two and the five and um you know i mean individually and uh what eric was it three all four years wasn't it
2: uh the fourth
1: you, year i didn't make it to
2: state that was well um, the year that ed went without me
1: yeah it's you and ed uh the the two of you yeah but the three years before that weren't you sectional champion in the 500 um
2: yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and and
2: all three years like freshman through junior
1: yeah but uh yeah and you know and and eric's one you know he, he was a lifer you know he and his sister and you know like so many of the others we just had such a great group of kids then but you know eric was 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 one of the leaders and you know a quiet leader he he wasn't one that had to say anything the kid saw what he did in the pool every day in practice and and uh uh you know he, he just was an extremely hard worker and, and like you said and like he said he was kind of hard on himself a lot of times and you know but i think uh uh you know the results in the end you know speak for themselves i mean you know there's not too many people can say they they won sectional championships in three different events or two different events for three years. And, uh, but that, that's, you know, that's Eric. And, uh, we had a heck of a team in 88, 89 when we won that sectional and he was a leader. So, um, I don't know what more I can say, you know, fantastic individual. Yeah, I was you. blessed. I was blessed with a lot of them. He was one. <laughs> thank you.
0: Yeah, very, very kind words, Coach. Um, So I just want to go back a little bit. So Ed Walsh swam with you as well, Eric?
2: He did. He did. Um, He was, uh, I think, a year behind me or two,
1: maybe. I think he was a year behind you. A year behind, yeah. Yeah. Eric, you're the reason that he became what he became, I tell you.
2: Yeah, I think – you know, we all kind of saw what the ones before us were capable of. Like, for me, it was Jeremy Becker and Brian Robbins watching what they could do. And I think, like, Ed kind of saw what I could do, and he's like, well, I can do that, and I, I can do more, you know? Um So, yeah, Ed, Ed was a, a fantastic talent as well.
0: Yeah, so... um so that last year, you said your senior year, you didn't make it to state, but Ed went without you. Did he end up breaking the record that year? Or? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think yeah.
1: he broke. He, uh, he, he 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 was second uh, through the sectional, and then I think at state he set the. He he beat Ryan's. Uh, Ryan had the record.
0: Okay. And
1: um, um and then Ed got it yeah, at, at state his senior year. I wanna say he was ninth at the state. He won the I think he won the consoles that year, if I'm not wow. mistaken.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So Eric, you must have been like right there on that uh that record as well then, right? Like you were pretty close. Probably. Oh yeah. I was probably not terribly far off. I don't know.
1: No, he was close.
0: Yeah. How how did that feel? I mean, having a uh, younger and you know, a lower classman riding your coattails your senior Um, year
2: he he pushed me pretty hard I I was focused on other things like I was you know kind of doing SATs and ACTs and thinking about college and stuff and I don't think my head was totally on swimming I was feeling a lot of pressure from other sources and I didn't uh, I didn't feel like I was able to give it 100% and Ed was Ed was pushing me pretty hard and we did some hellacious practices. I know there were two (laughs) or three different times where we swam eight miles in two hours. Um, It just blew me away. I didn't even know that I could do that. And it didn't even occur to me until years later, like, that's kind of a big deal. You know? You
1: guys were, you guys were doing uh, 500s on the 550 or, or, I'm I'm sorry, five thirty to to uh, six minutes and doing 10 of them. So you were getting done, you know, in 50 minutes, uh, or, well, 60 minutes, you were getting 5,000 yards in. Uh, you were do doing 10,500s? 5, yeah, 500. they did 10, like, over Christmas break. We went, yeah, I think they had a set where they went 10,500s on the five, either the 545 or six minutes. Oh, you know, most God. kids... Most kids the weren't beach. even swimming, you know, meet. they couldn't go 6 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they were uh, they they did some pretty good sets. I, you know, I remember getting that, that those were the kinds that really excited me. I'd be up on I'd be running up and down the deck yelling yeah, screaming at them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, they they did some some tough sets over Christmas break and stuff. Oh my god, take my
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah. You it never really, did that, Lindsay
0: the The most you ever made me do um we did eight five hundreds, but you made me swim every other five hundred backstroke. okay, yeah, so, and it was like on the seven thirty and it wasn't on the it wasn't on the it wasn't on the six thirty <laughs> so no <laughs> that's insane,
1: well but those guys they 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 could they could roll off and do five twenties and practice you know pretty consistently and which uh you know, for us, that was a, that was a big deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm sure there were lots of other kids doing that kind of thing, but, uh, for us, that was, that was the, that was, that was the epitome of <laughs> of yeah, our, yeah. our long distance practices. But I mean, yeah, they, they you mean, know, they had to come back and do two hundreds and hundreds and stuff like that, you know, sets after that, because we were trying to get 10,000, 10, 12,000 yards in, uh, you know, in one practice. So,
0: but Eric, if you aren't kid, man. That, looking back, that is something. You know, like I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, it's a physical feat. Oh yeah, it was
2: crazy. I mean, I had a, a resting heart rate of 33 beats a minute, um, <laughs> and my my heart was so strong that I couldn't lay still in bed at night. When it would pump, it would just kind of rock my body like I could <laughs> literally not lay still. Yeah, it was, just, it was unbelievable. I mean, I didn't – I mean, that was just sort of life for me. I, that's – you know, not everybody gets that kind of cardiovascular fitness, so it's crazy. Do you still get in the pool today or do you any swimming? You know, I, I don't. But every once in a great while i'll I'll end up in a pool and i'll just I'll just swim along and i my stroke's still there i still I still have that muscle memory you know which that's that's one of the great things that the coach did for us was really drill those fundamentals you know stroke drills were so important, and just the him telling us you know when you get tired, you get sloppy, and when your stroke goes. Then, then, you, then you're frantic. You're not in control, you know? And, and that really struck a chord with me, especially when we were doing really high yardage. Um, so, you know, that was always the thing I would focus on is keeping that, that stroke, and I still have it today. Like, it would
0: take me a while to get any decent lap swimming back together, but I'd still have my stroke there. Hmm. Yeah, I've changed my freestyle stroke um over the years. Wow. Trying to transition to a, a distance freestyle stroke. So I've I've tried to make my stroke longer and do more of a catch up type stroke. So but it was it was so hard because I had all that muscle memory of, you know, kind of I wasn't a five hundred freestyle, I was you know, mid distance, so I was always I felt like always on top of the water. So trying to lower my head, trying to pull the water instead of just um stroke rate is what I've been trying to transition to but it was hard like you like you said he drilled those muscle memories in it. <laughs> so but um man I lost track of where I was going oh um coach we haven't really got into this but um what did you swim in college weren't you a 200 freestyler or
1: I swam mostly 100 and 200 freestyle but uh okay. yeah I swam at University of Evansville I was there from uh 71 to 75, and um, we were a, a, a pretty decent Division II college swim team. We had kids, we went to nationals, and uh, we won our conference, which was, oh, it's hard to remember all the teams now, but um, I remember Butler was in it, and um, uh, Valparaiso, Wabash, um there were several schools i can't like i said i can't remember all of them but i think we were the indiana central conference or something like that but teams mm-hmm. from all over the place and uh but yeah uh, swam there swam for uh, columbus high school in columbus indiana um we we, we lost we lost the state championship by five and a half points my senior year and we had the best team in the state my junior year, and our medley relay got disqualified. Our medley relay, which was the number one relay in the state by two seconds, got disqualified in the sectional over at Bloomington, which was a, a real high. It uh, was a, a big uh, rival of ours, so that was uh, very disappointing to say the least. When we got disqualified over there at the at the sectional, which we won by a lot, and uh, would have won the state that year, but uh, came up just short.
0: Your brother didn't fall asleep on the blocks again, did he?
1: Not on that one. No. <laughs> no. But he and I just went, we swam together through uh, three years in in high school, and and then he joined me in Evansville. He he didn't uh, swim his freshman year. He, he traveled and came back, and uh, he came to U of E, and and uh, we we swam the last three years together, or my last three years together. No, he stayed awake, man. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: the reason I ask is like. Uh... What, what do you think the difference is between, like, the 200 and the 500? Is there a bass difference or is there a, oh, no difference? Yeah.
1: No, I, I think there is a difference, uh, and, and it was kind of revolving at that time. Uh, you know, for a long time, the 200 freestyle was considered a, a middle distance event, uh, the 500 as well. But then uh, the 200 has become a sprint. I mean, it's just – I mean, it's a controlled sprint, basically. And, um, you know so much has has uh changed over the years as far as like you say stroke techniques and the size of the swimmers and stuff like that, you know most of the time when I watch meets now, you know these swimmers are all six, five six, 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 seven, mm-hmm. um you know they take four strokes a lap um you know and and the you know uh, streamlining and all that kind of thing like that is you know has become so important um which we never even mentioned any of those kinds of things when I was swimming but uh, yeah, at, at that time, uh, it was it was becoming more of a middle distance event. So you couldn't, uh, you know, you could use some of the same kind of, of of things, but the 500 was still at that, you know, at, at that time, uh, and, and you know, today the 500 might even be considered halfway, you know, not not a sprint, but it's it's very much controlled, and um, that's kind of where you know that's kind of where we were going. In fact, we slammed 400. Uh, for a long time, I can't even remember when 500 became the event. It was a 400. Most of the most of the swimming events back in the early days were, were the same as track. And at U of E, it was kind of funny because on our deck, our pool deck, we had markings for 220, which was what they used to run in track. 440. <laughs> you know, again, they were track distances, and and they would lay a, a rope across, uh, you know, to, to finish because you wouldn't finish on an end. You'd finish in the middle of the pool somewhere, and uh, <laughs> so I mean it was just it was just different things like that. But uh, now now when I swam, it, you know we were swimming two hundreds and four hundreds and that okay. kind of thing. So so it, it, it was, that wasn't happening when we were there. But uh, yeah, anyway, like like I said, I think uh, I think it's it's progressed, and by the time you know Eric and and them were swimming, I think you know it, it wasn't a two hundred wasn't an easy swim. You know there was no part of it you really you know, you could really take off. You, you had to go out quick and you had to finish strong. And, and uh, you know, it's it's just evolved from there. But 500 is more, you know, you, you went out under control, tried to hold on to a pace, and then have something at the end, you know, to finish. But uh, does that answer your question? No.
0: Yeah, you can keep talking if you want. I mean, it's great stuff.
1: No, well, um, I mean, I, uh, I think that's the difference between the two and the five and... and uh, um
0: I don't like know. Um Eric, I don't know how you felt about the five hundred. I swam it a few times. Coach would always put it put me in it when we swam like South Spencer or some of the smaller meets. Mm-hmm. And uh I always felt like it was a sprint. <laughs> so,
1: That's because yeah. you sprinted the you sprint warm ups. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I used to have to get on you about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I never had trouble just
2: kind of following in into a, a good pace you know I would kind of get a, a good start kind of assess what you know who was nearby and then kind of set myself in a, a pace where I knew that they weren't going to get past me and you know and then try and figure out if I could drop some time towards the end so I could improve that way but I'd To this day, I mean, I'm still, whenever I do things, I'm consistent and I've got a
0: pace about me, so. You think you developed that from from swimming, possibly? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
0: That's uh, interesting.
2: I mean, I think I have, just like from a genetic standpoint, I think I've got, you know, a certain athleticism, but it's it wasn't ever anything that I set out to cultivate and that's kind of where coach molded me. You know, he, uh, I think he figured out that I had a a tolerance for endurance and he's like, okay, he seems like he can hang, hang with it. And I think he would just kind of push and push and push, you know, and just see and give me the tools. Like, you know, once your stroke falls apart, you're done. So keep that together. Gave me tools like that and stroke drills. And it just, it almost got in my DNA from the the amount of repetition we did. And it's some of the activities I do today,
0: it's still there. Hmm. Sure. I mean, we haven't talked about this yet either, but like, um, I've noticed, and Coach, I don't know if you've noticed this either, but the student athlete who is a swimmer, I feel does much better in their schoolwork and their preparation for college or whatever, but primarily just in their schoolwork than other athletes. Maybe I'm biased, and I probably am, but, like, that's just what I've noticed. You know, I mean, Coach, I don't know if you've noticed that either.
1: Athletics in general, you know, as far as, as you know, getting people to to make time for things and to, you know, to be able to organize themselves and organize their, their lives, just, you know, you, you almost have to. Uh, you know, you've got practice time. You know, you've got your your studies. You've got you know you have you know I mean, you you have time to yourself and you know social time and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I think um, I mean I was always very proud of the fact that we had several kids on the honor roll and uh, graduated high. And 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 and, and look around. I mean, you know, look at our swimmers today. I mean, you know, Eric, perfect example. You know, uh, Molly is his sister. I mean, you know, I, I was I went and visited. Uh, Abby uh, Lawrence was Abby McKinney now and today, and I tell you, I, it just amazes me. I look at you guys, I see pictures of you guys, and it's like you haven't changed. And you know, uh, and you're all doing so well as adults. You have wonderful families, you have great jobs. You know, you're 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 helping society. You're doing things, and um, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm biased, like you know, as all get out uh, about. You know my swimmers and <laughs> you guys were you were my my swimmers and and uh, I was extremely proud not only in the pool but you know what you did in school and how you you know and the way you behaved and uh, and what you've grown into so yeah mm-hmm. I don't know what more to say
2: and we're family you know
1: I feel yeah. like it uh, you know and and yeah. the parents I had you know the most fantastic parents and. Uh, in the world they were always there but you know I've said that so many times that uh, you know I I don't know we had people in the school that allowed me to do what I wanted to do um, and the parents you know trusted in me or I felt they did and they supported me and did everything and the kids you know they they all did what I asked and and, uh, yeah it was just uh, we were we were a family.
0: Right Um, I know when I was there with you they started that. I think it was Renaissance or something like that, where
1: uh-huh.
0: every every season they would um, give an award to the sports team that had the most students that made it on the honorary, or maybe it was highest GPA.
1: Highest GPA, GPA, I think,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the average GPA. And I know the girls' swim team won that thing every single year. That, well know, uh, was, uh, girls there.
1: basketball girls basketball uh you know had, had quite a few uh but but yeah i mean it, athletically i i think uh, again uh you know you y- you have to be organized you know i mean or else you're going to fail off or you know and uh you're not going to be success you know successful you're not, you know in fact if you don't get your grades obviously you're not going to even be able to participate so mm-hmm. i think uh yeah it, you know uh the the uh, swim teams won several of those, but, you know, the basketball teams did, or the girls' basketball team I know for several years was was very, very good in, in the winter sports. So there was some competition there.
0: <laughs> All right, Coach. We'll say there was some competition there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Eric, I, your sister's uh, Molly. Is she, uh, what does she do now?
2: She is a uh, stay-at-home mom. Um, but it's, I, I think she's got one of the, the hardest jobs. I mean, trying to wrangle four kids and keep her husband on track. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's busy, you know, from sun up to well past sundown and, you know, we'll still go swim laps, you know, run, lift some weights. I mean, she is very active and very active in her kids' lives, just really, uh, living her best life really awesome
1: is she still in no. jasper
2: no um they live in uh just north of milwaukee wisconsin currently
1: oh my gosh she wasn't yeah. she was in jasper wasn't she
2: jasper for a long time and then uh work took them up uh to just above milwaukee yep well i'll be
0: done yeah so um so let's let's go into the eighty eight team a little bit. Um I know coach has mentioned it a few times, so coach just run through the season, if you don't mind, like uh um how it progressed. I know you guys you said that uh you know you lost lost some uh, meets to Castle or or Jasper or a few no, of no. the other teams that were in the section at the time. Yeah. So just run through the season. I-
1: I think uh you know if I recall, I'm sure I think Jasper beat us, I think Mount Vernon beat us um and, and both of those were I think were fairly close Castle pretty well pounded us, but they pounded everybody, and um so yeah, it was just you know it was just that kind of thing we had it was a nice year, at had a great you know we we had numbers, we had like sixteen guys, and um uh. And, and we were deep, but you know, we, we did have, uh, you know, uh, one, two in the 200, one, two in the 500. Um, but then, I mean, you know, it, it, when it when it got to sectional time or whatever, I just remember, you know, like, like I told you, you know, in one of the earlier uh, things that, uh, you know, I went over, uh, you know, everything I could and, and tried to get us in a position there was no way anybody was going to beat uh castle unless they made a mistake. I mean, it, it just wasn't going to happen. And uh, sure enough, they, they uh, jump on the first relay and get disqualified and get zero points. And uh, you know, that was 32 points in sectional. And all of a sudden my heart was up in my throat. I mean, you know, when that <laughs> happened, cause I thought we've got a shot and you know, <laughs> um, so so anyway, guys just started going crazy. I mean, uh, um, oh my God, I, I'm going to lose names here. I just it, it's so aggravating. But you know, we we moved up a, a spot in the medley relay, maybe even moved up two spots because I I want to say maybe we beat somebody that we didn't beat in the in the prelims. And then Castle got DQ'd, so we moved up. So you know, we made you know, we made up like 36 points right off the bat. Um, diving, I you know, but anyway, the 200 free. We went one, two, in, didn't we, Eric? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think. And we then, yeah, you know, and then, um, I mean, like, uh, like Bill Maddox uh, in the 200 IM, I think he, he, like won the consoles when he was qualified, maybe ninth or tenth or something. Comes in and wins right. the consoles. Um. Oh, geez, it's, it's just so hard to remember. Uh, was.
0: was uh, um, That's why we got Eric here.
1: And Aaron, Aaron in Weather was, was Aaron Weatherholt on that team. I want to say I he was. I Think he was. Maybe, yeah, uh, yeah. but he, he, you know, he slammed out of his every sectional. He slammed. He slammed out of his mind in the in the fifteen, mm-hmm. the hundred, um, so yeah, it was, it was just that kind of thing. I just, I just remember uh, the the, <laughs> the two things I really remember were um, we won the five, the 1-2 one, one, in the five hundred, and that put us in the lead. And then we had to go to the backstroke. And I want to say, was it Eddie Coleman? Um, was yeah. Eddie on that team? Yeah. He was. You know, and he's a football he player and, you know, and, and a really good football player. And he came out and swam. And and I think he won the consoles or something. He did something fantastic. Yeah. And I, I know I'm forgetting our number one kids, and I just, I, I don't mean to. Daggone it, I just. Um, but anyway, then it came down to the 100 breaststroke. And it was like, if Bill Maddox, moved up a spot or something like that we get we we had to meet one and uh uh he moves up like two spots I mean it's uh. crazy he, uh, he dropped like three seconds from prelims and and everything so anyway so we had to meet one and I went up to the four 400 free relay and I said boys I just remember this I don't hope you remember this too I said do you want to win or do you want to do you want to win this event or do you want to win the sectional and they all said, we want both. <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> That's not what I, was... I said, that'd be wonderful. But I said, okay, you know, go out and win it. That'd be wonderful. But, I mean, we were like 20 seconds behind castles, uh, you know, seed time and everything. And so I said, just whatever you do, don't fall start. I said, you know, yeah. you let that guy touch, get out, and sit on the side before you go if you have to. I don't care. Just don't fall start. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course they did. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, and then, then, the, then the rest is just, uh, I just remember Chris, my wife, and I think it was, uh, Bill Maddox's mom, uh, Linda were keeping score. And Linda was shaking so hard, so bad she couldn't even <laughs> write on the paper and everything. And it came down to it, I think we won that, that meet by three points. And i tell you what, when they announced, uh, you know, they were, they, they went from low to, to from top, you know, tenth or twelfth or whatever, up to first place. And anyway, they're coming down, and you know, third places Jasper and second, and then second place. And there was like a just every it was just silent, <laughs> and then they said Castle, and I mean, that place absolutely burst. There every team except for Castle, every team
2: <laughs> and,
1: and every they were everybody was screaming and yelling that we won that meet. It was so funny. And uh, yeah, I'll never forget that. <laughs> that was the bi- biggest upset of, of uh, the, the time I was ever in. You know, all my coaching years. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I just remember to this day all that. that, that it, was, it was so exciting.
0: Oh, yep, I was, can't imagine. It was great. Yeah, Eric. How, I mean, how was it for you as a as a swimmer? I mean, Coach didn't remember some of the top swimmers, but maybe you could fill some of that in. Do you you remember Um, any of the races, to be exact? um, I don't really remember a lot of the races. I do remember,
2: you know, telling us not to get disqualified in the 400. We all (laughs) – we were inspired. I mean, I think each one of us swam our best 100 ever. You know, I know I I swam my best. I I think I did a fifty, um, mm. like that was the best I'd ever done in a, a short a short stint like that. But I mean, just the the focus and the the drive was incredible. I mean, you know, when Coach told us that we were, you know, we had a chance to win it, the whole demeanor of the team changed. I mean, like everybody just you you could see everybody just kind of tighten up and focus, uh, which which was Fantastic, because you know that was um, as as a team we'd never been so cohesive you know at, at, at any at any meet um, more than that day um just the we knew that we had a shot and we had a lot of you know outgoing seniors um and we we wanted that moment, and you know winning it it was like so many of the the great eighties movies where the underdogs pull off the win. you know, yeah. it was, you know, the, the, the team of goofballs, you know, pulls it together <laughs> and, and, and wins, you know, it was, it felt just like that. It was just surreal. And, you know, finally getting to Chuck coach into the pool
0: was uh, really <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so was that the first sectional voice sectional? title 88 yeah
1: okay yeah. Mm-hmm. nice and i mean yeah. tel- and the, tel- the girls city won athlete. it that year too so we were we, we were really fortunate we, we we had both titles uh at tell city that year
0: wow that must have felt you must have been walking on walking high coach, oh boy <laughs>
1: um
0: tell city athletics at that time i mean it was i mean they were doing pretty well in football and, <laughs> and basketball weren't they like
1: Yeah, I can't.
0: Yeah, I know they had a pretty storied football program, correct?
1: Yes, Uh, and I think because I want to say that you know, like I think the football team might have won their sectional that year uh, because I was thinking that they said that um, like Aaron Weatherholt and um, uh, Eddie Coleman. I know those were two two football players. When Oh, I'm just trying to think, but, but anyway, I, I think those are two of them. But, but uh, anyway, they, they, you know, they they were one of the few guys that won two sectional titles in the same year. Um, oh. So I don't know. It, it was yeah, it was just a, that was a good time in Tell City as far as athletics were concerned. Yeah, it, it was
2: a real high point. It really was. I mean, to
1: have that much
2: talent in, in little old Tell City at that time.
1: Yeah. Well, it was funny, you know. We always had decent individuals and, and all uh, on the, you know, on the boys' side. Girls, we always had numbers. Boys, we struggled with numbers. But then, you know, all of a sudden, we come up with sixteen guys, and and you know, all of a sudden, we're competitive with everybody, and um, you know, and, and it just uh, it just worked out that that we we were able to pull it off. I say we hmm. they the boys were able to pull it off.
2: Well, and, and all that, that strategy and, and, and training that you, you gave to us.
1: Uh, You guys just performed and that, that's just something I, I got to sit, sit back and watch (laughs) and enjoy.
0: There again, you got people ready to swim for uh, the big moments, you know, something you were very good at doing. So (laughs) we never touched on this either. Um, but I, did you ever get offered a, a job outside of tell city like some other high school ask you for another job
1: i i i was offered one other job um but uh i i chose not to take it and uh I'm not gonna say who it was or anything like that but <laughs> I, I, I was um, offered i was offered- uh well i was semi offered i guess i should say uh somebody called me up and and uh wanted to know if i'd be interested and i said well you know, I I, I listen to anybody, and um, they they called me back and told me to to call the administration there, and I called the administration. They said we don't have any idea what you're talking about, and I, I said, oh okay, I'm sorry I bothered you. And then two days later, called me, the same individual called me back and said, oh I'm sorry, but there is an opening, and I said, well I'm not interested. <laughs> well, yeah. Was about to do anything then, but. I didn't want to leave Tulsa City. I, you know, we loved it there, and uh, I loved our program, and I loved our kids and the parents, and there's just no reason to go. Well, if you, do
0: you remember what year that was? Was it after the the 88 season?
1: Nah. Um, yeah, it was after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it was after that. Because we had, like I say, I, you know, our, 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 our boys, we always struggled for numbers. Girls, we always had numbers. But those years from 85 to 89 or whatever were really special years. Our girls were as good as anybody. Um, they won the sectional three out of four years and it wasn't even close uh, a couple of those years. We placed 20th in the state um, twice and neither time did, did we really do as well as we could. And we always had one person that didn't swim as well as we had, we had hoped. I didn't have them prepared well enough and, and everything. Uh, where we could have maybe even gone you know a little bit higher statewide but um uh yeah we you know we and then the boys went in the sectional, and like I say that one year we were you know we were the king of the uh whatever you call it mm-hmm. um, you know we 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 were we were up there and and like i say, but the girls the girls program from eighty five to 88, 89, 90, around in there were were just as good as anybody around, and um i i think that eighty eight team eric of you know, girls might have been as, as dominant as any group I can ever remember coming yeah. out of our section. Yeah. I mean, they they, they were, just uh, they were just outstanding. Yeah, and uh um, a lot of support there. Yeah. And uh, and again and, and our and our boys too. But the thing was with our boys was we always had the guys like Eric and and, and uh um Ed ed cool. yeah thank you <laughs> sure. eric and ed and and uh aaron Weatherholt you know who swam eric yep. aaron swam when he was seven and eight years old i mean you know he he grew up yeah a wonderful family and and um uh so there you know there were so many um, um but that, that 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 was that was some very very special years and um uh people noticed you know uh, in southern indiana they 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 noticed those kinds of things so sure oh yeah but that that was the only time, and I and I don't know, you know, had it come right down to to having to make the decision, if I could have made a decision to leave, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just wasn't pursuing other places. I think had I pursued some places, I could have gone somewhere, but it just wasn't uh, that important to me.
0: Well, I think it's it's rare today that you have a coach that stays in a place. For as long as you did, you know, and and back then it may not have been as rare, because I know the football program had several, you know, Bud George, Tally. They had a, several coaches that were there for a, a long time, yeah. but I mean, you just you just retired in 2010, and, and I mean, I mean, you look at co- coaches now, and in almost every sport, they don't stay very long, you know. Right. They get recruited if they're good. If they're a good coach, they're not going to stay at a small school.
1: Yeah, well, my, I mean, you know, quite honestly, when I came to Tell City, I thought I would be gone in uh, two or three years, but because I had, you know, I started coaching in Terre Haute. I was there for eight months, got a job in Topeka, Kansas, and was there for, well, two and a half years, almost three and but, and, and then, I, you know, before that, I was uh, coaching in uh, Columbus as, you know, like I say, the gopher coach and stuff, but um, uh, I, I thought when I came to Tell City, I'd be there two or three years and be gone, uh, you know, I mean, I just thought that's the way it would work out, but. It, it didn't, you know. It, it uh, worked out mm. that I got to stay, and and I wanted to stay. So, and, they, and nobody you... wanted to throw me out that I know of. So I mean, I'm sure several people did, but <laughs> 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 I thought I would move on to like, you know, maybe up to Columbus or someplace like that. Um, oh, okay. I mean, you know, but but you know, that's just kind of, you know, you're daydreaming, you're thinking, you're, you know, and uh, uh, you know, you're always looking to. You're always looking to better yourself and everything, but I just don't think I could have done any better anywhere. Um, well, I mean, and, and the
0: fact that neither you nor Chris are, are from Tel City. So, right. um, I mean, that that would definitely make a difference. Eric, you started swimming from co- for coach, like, at the age of nine. What year was that? Like, uh, were you part of the his first age group program then? And when did you get there, coach, 81? I gave him an 80. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I eighty eighty one year I in like
2: spring of eighty, because I I would have turned nine in December of nineteen seventy nine, so I think it was spring of nineteen eighty, thereabouts is when I started.
0: Okay, so were you there before you were like swam the summer program before coach got there then? No, I I think I was.
2: You know, oh, okay. Fresh
0: into it as a, a little tadpole.
2: So. <laughs> you were
1: you were in swim lessons then, and then you and then you said you you did so you must have done swim lessons the first year we did swim lessons there, and they probably yeah. told you then that you needed to be on the swim team, and then you joined it for the summer exactly. program. We exactly.
2: We started indoors. So. Yeah. The uh, my parents were really keen on me doing this, and the deal was I would get a bicycle at the end of the summer if I if I swam the whole summer. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I got the bike. <laughs> I got the bike. I rode over to practice and I said, "Hey coach, uh, I'm going to quit now. I got my bite." And I rode off. And my parents were like, "Oh, you can't quit!" I'm like, "Hey, what about the deal?" You know. (laughs) (laughs) Then then I then I learned you know something about parenting
0: (laughs) there. That's funny. Now I was just kind of interested to see if you were part of the part of the uh, age group program uh before he got there because i i kind of interested to know how that transition went too um just because you didn't you didn't manage that outdoor pool at the time correct right, right. not in like, the beginning no yeah so I mean, you had to kind of share the time i would say for the for the outdoor yeah pool.
1: well that's why we, we had to go in early um before they opened and started their swim lessons and all that kind of stuff. So that's why we, you know, we had the first several years, it was I think six o'clock morning practices for the older kids and the younger kids probably came in at seven because we probably had to be out by eight or eight thirty. I don't know what time their lesson program started, but yeah, it was a little different. They, they had a, uh, you know, they had a nice swim program going, I guess. They just had uh, they had uh, kids coaching uh, that came home from college and that type of thing. Um, and they were in a little conference, but um, you know, when when I got there, I was I was used to at that time it was AAU called AAU, it wasn't USS swimming yet, but um, it was AAU, and we had to, you know, we had to file and uh, you know as a team and and do all the re- rules and regulations that you have to do, and then all the kids had to be had had their AAU cards and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So there was you know there was a lot of learning from from our parents and, and for me as well, you know, putting the team together and and all that, but we got it together and had a board and the whole nine yards. And that's kind of how we got it started.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Have you, you probably haven't been to the outdoor pool in a long time, but it's, it's in dismay. Um, I'm surprised they haven't filled that thing in. It's uh, the liners all falling apart. Although I did hear that they, yeah, I did hear that they made a, they made a move to um, put some money into it, so I don't know. I don't know where that money's going to go, but uh, yeah,
1: I mean, well, I hope so, yeah. for a, a town that size and everything, that was a heck of a facility, you know, to have. Yeah. We had, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of strange when when I first got there. They had that sliding board in the middle, so you had lanes one, two, three, four, and then yeah. you had the middle open, and then five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Or five. I guess it was one, two, three, uh, four, five, six. I, I think we had six lanes, and two of them were out because of the slide in the middle. But they eventually got rid of that, and when they did that, we went to eight lanes, and um, it was a heck of a facility. It was kind of shallow on the one end. Uh, you know, the, the shallow end was really shallow, and I remember a lot of people coming in, especially senior swimmers coming in, and trying to do flip turns and hitting their heads on the bottom and
2: stuff like yeah, that. the water
1: was, but terrible. once they got used to, it, yeah, once they got used to it, um, everybody did fine, and in fact, when we first started we we started in that two and a half foot, you know, so they were on these humongous blocks, diving into two and a half three foot of water, I mean they'd have fits today, oh yeah,, mm. oh yeah,,
0: mm. <laughs> that's crazy, <laughs> but um. Yeah, Eric, how was that water, man, that summer, getting in, like, <laughs> you know, the, at the end of school, like, uh, what is it, first of June, the water is not warm, you know, they just oh. filled that, they just filled that dang thing up. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was, it was chilly, and there were some practices that we did where it was, it must have been, like, 50 degrees outside, we had, like, unseasonably cold, you know, beginning of summer, and, I mean, we were turning blue. Um, and some of the some of the kids would get out and be like, "Hey, I got to go home," you know. And it, it was it was brutal. Some of those mornings were just really frigid.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I remember. Of course, I grew up right next to the pool on Thirteenth Street there, but uh, I, I would walk to 15th. practice. Oh, you lived on Fifteenth Street. Yeah, so I
2: I was always walking to practice, whether it was you know indoor or outdoor.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, interesting. But, I mean, I remember one time we were in that we were in the outdoor pool, and all the girls were like, it's too cold. I can't take it. And Coach looked at me and was like, Louie, is it too cold? And I go, Coach, it, it's pretty cold. <laughs> and you we were like, all right, we'll get out.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I was a wimp. Yeah, I thought it was funny you asked me, though. You're like, you're yeah. You didn't leave any of that.
1: I knew you'd tell me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but, the uh, girls, they were the girls. They were always praying I wouldn't make it to practice, that I'd crash my car or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they told me.
0: <laughs> those, were, those were tough practices. Uh, that 50-meter pool, I mean, it's no joke. It definitely gets you in good shape.
1: Yeah, that uh, was definitely, I mean, but it was it was a good thing.
0: And back then the girls um, and the boys' seasons were different. So the girls swam right. in the fall. So, like, they would roll from age group practice swimming in that 50-meter pool straight to a 25-yard mm-hmm. pool. I mean, do you think that that helped them?
1: Oh, I'm not, I, without a doubt. But, you know, I mean, but, you know, all the teams that, you know, I mean, uh, Newberg and – uh you know castle and jasper and uh you know all those teams had 50 meter facilities so
0: you know Mm -hmm. what it meant
1: was we could at least stay up with them and uh as far as our training was concerned and that type of thing so yeah we weren't the only ones but 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 it was a nice thing for a community our size to have something like that very fortunate
0: yeah i sure hope that they they do throw some money into it uh I mean, you're right. I know it doesn't probably earn as much money as it used to back then. Of course, you know, like Eric, you were saying, kids on their phones and super phone in their pocket or supercomputer in their pocket. And I mean, there's just so much for kids to do now. Like getting out, swimming in the community pool is not one of the things they're probably looking to do today, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Things have changed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Gosh, there's so much other stuff I want to cover, but I don't think we got time. I think we're already at an hour. Um, Eric, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've been wondering. I, I remember when we started doing a 1,000 fly for Christmas, and uh, you let all the rest of the boys do 500
1: and I had to do 1,000. What was up with that? <laughs> oh, I probably just wanted to get you upset with me and – <laughs> no, I don't I, – I, actually, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I, I felt like they couldn't make the 1,000. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think the first two years, they got to do 500, and after a while, I guess they were getting strong enough. You're like, all right, 1,000 for everybody.
1: Yeah. I guess I just knew, you know, how tough you were, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think you just like to see people suffer. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I was afraid I wasn't going to make it to our Christmas Eve family celebration. I'd be laid up, you know, with like with knotted up abs or something. You got,
1: look at you. Look at you all now. I can't believe you're talking like that. <laughs> you guys handled that with no problem whatsoever. That was that was easy for you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would kill me today.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> me too, but that was then.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but I have to say, I mean, without, I don't know what what I would be like today without all the you know the great lessons I learned with you at the pool. You know, I didn't, uh, I don't think I would have had the same opportunities. You know, I I wouldn't know myself and what I'm capable of uh, if it hadn't been for the time that I spent with you. You know, the the lessons I learned with you and. I mean, it's, it's something that I still carry with me to this day, you know, you know, keep, keep a cool head, you know, keep your fundamentals together and you'll, you'll get through things, you know, and I I already know that I've got
1: endurance,
2: you know, you taught me that I have endurance. Um, so that, that's gotten me through a lot of things in life, I have to admit. And I appreciate that so much.
1: Well, I appreciate it too. And, and like I've said, every chance I had, I, I was the lucky one. You guys, you know, you, you gave, you gave yourselves to me and, and what I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad to hear you say that swimming, you know, helped you along because it was, you know, it was my whole life. I swam from the time I was seven years old until I was 24. And, and, uh, as soon as I got out, I started coaching and, you know, so my life has, has revolved around swimming. So I'm glad to, that it, that it's, been able to be that way with you guys as well and, and uh but like I say I'm I'm by far the lucky one. Uh my years in Tell City, the people I got to be around and influenced me and 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 the things that happened uh for us all, you know, uh, I I just uh, I'll never forget those days.
0: Yeah. Yeah coach, you keep saying you're the lucky one, but
1: I mean, <laughs> take a look at um, it. You know, uh, you know, it, it, it. It's not a lie. I mean, it's just. Uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without you guys, and and uh, you know, I have a lot of a lot of just wonderful memories. Uh, keep me going.
2: Yep. Yeah, it's it's amazing the the positive impact we can make on people's lives. You may not understand it at the moment, but. Um, you know, people people pay attention. They learn things from you. You know, so
0: yeah, people are always
1: watching. (laughs) (laughs) Always watching, huh? Yeah. (laughs) All right,
0: Um, Eric, I appreciate you coming on. It's great, great talking to you, and uh, I hope to keep in contact with you as well. You know, absolutely. Um, so. With that, I guess, uh, I guess we'll let you guys go, um, Coach. It's great talking to you again. I was, I'm gonna try to get a hold of your brother. Uh, maybe we can oh. have him on next, or you know, maybe maybe Eric's sister. Your uh, Eric, your sister, I think, still holds the 500 record, right? Am I mistaken?
2: I'm honestly not sure. She might, she might. Um, I I
0: think she does. Yeah, I think. I'll tell you what, I was so happy when I went at five sixteen because I think her record is a five seventeen. So I went to five sixteen once. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> broke the girls five hundred records. So <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, yeah, tell her tell her we said hi. I remember. I actually remember. I think I remember Molly from age group. I, she's your younger sister, right? Yeah. 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 So she was she was considerably older than me, but she was one of the older ones. Because you know, as an age grouper, you always look up to the high school kids. So um, I know tell she was. That. She was around when I was swimming in age group,
1: but yeah, I told her we said hi.
2: Definitely pass that along for sure. All
1: right. Yeah, tell her. Tell her I, I I said hey too. I will, coach. I will. Hey, it was great talking to you, Eric. Really, really great.
0: You, coach. All right. All right, guys. Talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye. Thanks, Lou. Oh.
0: Bye, bye. Bye. Bye.